Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show, hosted by Elliot Shore Parks. What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Friday, November 4th, and this is the best football show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best from Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button. It helps the show. And if you want to leave a five-star review with your best NFL take, your best you know, hot take, opinion on any of the teams, leave that five-star review, and I'll make sure to have a pod where I read it on the show and talk about it. All right, so it's week nine, heading into week nine in the NFL, and I think it's time to take a look at the five biggest dumpster fires in the NFL. I think it's a year where there's a lot of parity for sure, and there's those top-heavy teams, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Eagles. Like There are those elite teams, and then it feels like there's 20 teams that are just in the mix there, like the Bucks, Rams, Packers, those teams are expected to be better. The Ravens, like teams that I think could still come playoff time be a, a contender, and there's still a lot of season left. But there's about those three top heavy teams, and there's about 20 teams that you know you could go one way or the other. But let's be honest, there are some dumpster fires as well, not just this season, but when I look at the future, like teams that I would not want to be in the position they are in right now. So let's go over the five teams I think are the biggest dumpster fires. In the NFL. The first team I'm going to talk about is the Las Vegas Raiders. Two and five overall, a team that went out and traded for Devontae Adams, traded a lot for Devontae Adams, paid him a lot of money, but then they went out and they hired who I think is probably the worst head coach in the NFL in Josh McDaniels. I think from an X's and O's standpoint, he's not the worst head coach in the NFL, but he has been nothing but a complete failure as a head coach every, pretty much every time he's had the job. I know he went eight and eight in his one year with Tim Tebow back in the day, but since then, five and 14 in his last 19 games as a head coach, they're two and and five this year, and they are a talented team. I mean, Derek Carr is not a bad quarterback. Obviously, they have Devontae Adams. Josh Jacobs has been playing well. Uh, you know, they have a great tight end. They are a team that has some talent. It's just he's not a good head coach. And the scary thing for the Raiders is they're committed to him. Like, it was a big-time hire for them. I mean, for him to leave New England, he had to feel like he had some job security there. They paid him big money, and he probably is going to be the coach in 2023. But the reality is this for the Raiders. As long as Josh McDaniels is their head coach, they will not be a winning team. So while they do have talent, they have somebody at the top, at the most important position. I mean, arguably in the franchise, you can certainly look at, you know, owner, general manager, and quarterback. They're, they're right up there with it. But head coach, in terms of controlling the football product, he's the worst in the NFL. And when you have a head coach that you can't believe in, there is no reason to believe things will turn around, even though they do have talent on the roster. And we'll see what happens with Derek Carr, if he's even going to be back next year. And then you have a whole quarterback situation. So... Of all the teams in the league, and you know, there are a lot that I do not envy. Being the Raiders and being a Raiders fan right now would be really tough because despite all that talent, you guys have a head coach that simply is not going to get it done. Five and fourteen in his last nineteen games. There's a lot of losing coming up in Las Vegas, both this season and as long as McDaniels is on the sideline. The second one for me is a Detroit Lions. And let me start off by saying this. I do feel bad putting them on this list. I've been to Detroit this year. They have amazing fans. The atmosphere is, you know, crazy. And in some ways, the Lions have played better than I think their one and six record indicates. They are competitive. They score a lot of points. Their defense is terrible, which certainly matters. But at the end of the day, much like the Raiders, they have a head coach that is really hard to believe in. Now, I think Dan Campbell is something that Josh McDaniels doesn't. Dan Campbell is a likable head coach. I believe the players in Detroit like to play for him. I don't get that vibe in Las Vegas. So 
I do think that is one thing the Lions have going for them. But no matter how likable Dan Campbell is, no matter how good his, you know, his quotes are and, you know, they bite him on the kneecaps, we're going to play hard, grit, all that stuff, they're 4-19 with him as a head coach. They know how to lose in Detroit. They lose close games. They get blown out. They blow big leads. You know the big, the big lead they had against the Dolphins? They blew that. This is not a team that knows how to win, and that starts at the top. I mean, I, I cover Nick Sirianni here in Philadelphia. He took a 4-12 and team and turned it into a playoff team and has now turned it into an undefeated team. Like, that's growth, and I know that he has a better situation there than Dan Campbell does in Detroit, but the Lions are not, you know, completely devoid void of talent like even Jared Goff although I don't think he's a quarterback for sure he's kind of played better than a lot of people expected this year still they likely will move on from Goff so if you're Detroit you're looking at another losing season somehow they might be worse than last year despite all of the oh you know this is our step forward the Lions were competitive last year the hard knocks like buzz they got they might win fewer games this year than they did last year and I think this offseason they're gonna be looking for a new head coach and a new quarterback so feel bad for the fans in Detroit awesome city for for football i think dan campbell's a likable guy but they're a dumpster fire they're a complete dumpster fire and it's going to be tough for them to rebound when you're looking for replacing two i mean and then the gm as well potentially three of the most four four important people in the building the next team on this list is the new orleans saints and they are in you know Maybe the worst spot of the teams we've talked about so far. The toughest spot about the Raiders is they're stuck with Josh McDaniels, but at least there's talent. The Lions, the tough part about their spot is they're going to have to be looking for all types of new people. The Saints are in this weird combination where they don't have a quarterback. Their head coach, Dennis Allen, I don't think is going to be the answer there long term. And then you look at the future assets. In 2023, they don't have their first round pick. They traded that to the Eagles for, granted, they got a good player in Olave, but you traded a first round pick now for a receiver that could end up being a top 10 pick. There might not be you know, five receivers in the league that are worth trading a top 10 pick for. Certainly, Chris Olave is not one of them. But not only do they not have their first round pick, there's $67 million over the cap in 2023. Now, I know the cap can be a bit of a myth. It can be easily manipulated. I'm not saying that, you know, this is the end all be all. But it's really hard to get out of $67 million in cap space with A, out losing any talent, and B, then having the ability to add talent. So the Saints this year might finish with one of the 10 worst records in the league. They have no real way to get a quarterback because they don't have their first round pick. At least normally, if you finish in the top 10, you go, okay, well, we could trade future picks, move up into the top three, and get the quarterback that they desperately need. So they have no path to a quarterback in the draft. They realistically probably can't trade for one unless it's going to be a, you know, a C-tier type of quarterback. They can't sign one. I mean, there's never a good free agent quarterback, but they certainly don't have any money to give out any contracts of substance. And they have a defensive head coach. And I just think that in today's NFL, having a defensive coach is a recipe for disaster. The Lions are seeing, well, sorry, the Lions aren't seeing that. But you look at a defensive coach around the league, the best new coaches that are consistently hired are offensive coaches. So the Saints, $67 million over the cap next year, no first round picks, no quarterback, one of the 10 worst records in the league. I mean, I think it's the eighth worst, worst record in the league heading into week nine. They're in a dumpster fire situation. The Indianapolis Colts, I've talked about them on the pod quite a bit. They're in a really, really tough spot too. Frank Reich is probably going to get fired at the end of the year. They've already moved on from their offensive coordinator. It seems like things are getting ugly there in Indianapolis. But I think the real problem the Colts have is that they are stuck with an owner who right now 
is not helping them win. It seems like he's involved in every decision that's made. I feel like he's an owner that makes rash decisions. Now, he got Daniel Snyder to sell, so he's not a complete loss as an owner. But he, I think he moved on from Carson too quickly. Not that Carson was great in Washington, but Carson was better what they had this year, and they had just traded those those picks for him. And then Chris Ballard, their general manager, he has had good picks. I think he's good at evaluating in the draft, but he cannot find a quarterback. He's had years to try to find a quarterback. He cannot do it. So they don't, they A, don't have a head coach that it looks like can win unless he has a great quarterback. B, they probably won't even have it. Uh, they won't have the same head coach next year. They have a general manager that can't find a quarterback, and they have an owner who's insistent on being involved in trying to find that quarterback. So they have instability. They're a team that doesn't seem to have a real path, and they're a team that's not winning in a division that is very winnable. There's no great team, really, in their division. The Titans are one of the biggest frauds in the NFL year after year. But the Colts, at 3-4, and four, they've already benched Matt Ryan. They're going with Sam Ellinger. They're a dumpster fire. Like, I think 2023 could be a really rough year for the Colts. The final team I'm going to put on my dumpster fire list is the Arizona Cardinals. They're three and five. They can be competitive. Hopkins has looked good since he's come back. Blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. The Cardinals aren't going anywhere with Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury as their head coach quarterback. They're the definition of an eight seed in the NBA that always makes the playoffs or at least in, is in that conversation, but absolutely has no chance to win at all. They're kind of like the worst version of the Titans. The Titans, no one truly believes is ever going to win a Super Bowl, but at least they make the playoffs and make deep runs. The Cardinals don't even do that. They made the playoffs last year and got absolutely demolished in the first round. They're a dumpster fire this year. The whole Kyler Murray situation with his contract was a mess. Cliff Kingsbury has been disappointing since he got there. They're tied to Kyler now because of the big contract they gave him. Maybe they'll fire Kingsbury, but it certainly doesn't seem like that's the path they're going to go down. So you look at this team, and they're just so perfectly, terribly stuck in the middle. They're not going to be one of the five worst teams in the league. They're not going to be a serious contender. They'll never draft high enough to really add an impact player. They'll never be, you know, again, they'll never be a team that's going to get a first round bye with Kyler and Cliff. You look at last year. Last year, they started off one of the best in the league, and it was a complete disaster once it came to actually win. So the Raiders, the Lions, you know, the, the Saints, the Colts, those are teams that, are not going to make the playoffs and are teams that have a lot of losing ahead of them. The terrible thing about the Cardinals is they're just irrelevant. They're just completely irrelevant. They, they, they are not a team that will ever matter until they have a new quarterback and a new head coach duo. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thanks, guys, for tuning in so much. Please hit that subscribe button if you liked what you hear and leave that five-star review with your best NFL take. And if uh, you like what you hear and you leave that five-star review, I'll read it on the show and I'll have a whole show maybe one day uh, of all your guys' football takes. So thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll talk to you on Saturday.